What is up, YouTube? Texas Sports Unfiltered is back on the air, and we are joined by a very, very special guest who really needs no introduction, but he's going to get one anyways. A guy who's got a lot of things going on in his life, but a guy who's also nice enough to give us some time today, and a guy who's going to be a major contributor to this channel moving forward. You heard him on the Austin radio airwaves for years. You saw him on TV in Austin. You've seen him all over the place. The one, the only Kevin Dunn. KD, what's up, my man? I'm doing great, PK. I'm so glad you actually started this whole thing. It was all about you, and you got a lot of us kind of like connected. And so um, I'm happy to be a part of it, man. Yeah, happy to have you, man. This is uh, super exciting for all of us. Trey and I did our show from 8 to 10 this morning. Uh, normally, Bucky's going to be on from 8 to 10, and Trey and I will be on right now from 12 to 1. But Bucky had a little bit too much fun at his uh, 50th high school reunion. <laughs> so he got stuck. Some travel issues. He will be back tomorrow. We'll have the normal lineup. But, KD, you're going to hop on with Trey from time to time. You're going to hop on with me from time to time. Yep. You're going to be a big part of this thing. And like you said, this is a ton of fun for all of us because we all love each other and we're all super excited to get this thing rolling. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously the the changing landscape with the radio and everything. We we knew that that like, I mean, hell, twenty years ago, I could say hell, right? Yeah, you could say whatever you want, brother. Just making sure. I mean, I'm gonna drop some f bombs on Irish, so take that for what it is. But um, yeah, I mean, it, the changing landscape and everything. That it's kind of cool that you're starting this, and we all knew it was kind of moving that direction. But the fact that we can all like be in there and Jacob saying Kevin Dune, there you go, Jacob. Much love. Um, that it, it's you know everything's changing and so the fact that you put all this together with people that really love each other and want to talk Texas sports pretty cool you know no doubt no doubt yeah we'll get into plenty of longhorn conversation but we'll talk about whatever the hell we want that's the beauty of this channel being Texas sports unfiltered we don't have bosses telling us what we can and can't say we don't have the FCC on our ass about what we can and can't say this is uh we're having fun we're talking about what we want to talk about but also what we think you guys want us to talk about as well and we're always looking for uh for your feedback too so thanks for watching please subscribe to this channel if you haven't yet feel free to comment we would uh we would love to hear from you all right loaded show for the next hour we're going to be rolling talking about all sorts of stuff but kd uh, the people have been dying to hear your thoughts on the uh, texas longhorn football team for a while we're a week into fall camp obviously less than a month until the actual season gets here What's your biggest thought, maybe your biggest observation from what you've seen and heard about this Texas football team in 2023? Well, with what I've been doing, um, I've got connections with, and you know this, with a lot of the Texas football players. Um, these guys are locked in. And I would say this is the most talented roster they've had all the way through because offensive line is a huge part. So 09, we knew by, you know, Mac and that staff stopped recruiting offensive linemen and developing them around 07 08 so even the 09 team which if colt was healthy and they don't run a speed option with his throwing shoulder to the left um they beat alabama they win the national championship mac s2 still the issue was they were already at a spot where there was no offensive and that offensive line would have been the worst offensive line for a national championship team in the last 50 years. 
this is the most talented roster they've had since probably 06, 05, 06, 05. No, no, I mean, so we'll see how, how it goes. To me, it's all about Quinn Ewers. Like how much of this perception, cutting the hair, getting the body in shape, the body's a big part, but if Quinn Ewers is Quinn Ewers, they win the Big 12. Yeah, let's dive more into Quinn Ewers. Here's uh, some audio of Jatavion Sanders a couple of days ago actually talking about Quinn Ewers and kind of his overall mindset change from last year to this year. Uh, just really his whole demeanor change after he cut that mullet. Like, he, he like I, I don't know what it was about that mullet. Like, whatever he did after cutting that mullet, like, it just, it's like a whole new person. Like, he like he went from, like, a young a kid to an adult, and it shows, like, his whole, the way he carried himself. He even starting to be more of a leader now on this team, maybe one of the biggest leaders on this team, really. The way he's playing the game now, how he's moving all within football, out of football, is just, overall, he's just a better man, really. So shout out to our buddy Dennis De La Pena from Fox 7 for uh, the cut there. Uh, yeah, I mean, JT Sanders, like, of course the look is different, but I don't think people care too much about the hair. People care about the game. And yeah. Quinn Ewers at times last year, Kevin, was incredible. The Oklahoma game, the first quarter against Bama, I mean, he yeah. looked every bit as advertised. But the second half of the season, we saw a lot of inconsistencies from Ewers. If Texas is going to do what you said and make a run in a Big 12 title, they need more consistency out of their starting quarterback. Yeah, I mean, you can't have the ups and downs that he had. Um, I will say this, though, like he's 21, 20 or whatever, like which you are, Brad, right? <laughs> I wish, man. My God. <laughs> Getting no, old. But, I mean, but like, I mean, there is like, if you're, you know, I'm 45. If you're like 46 and you're one of my buddies, you're like, dude, I'm making a drastic life change. And it's like, all right, maybe you are and maybe you're not. But like at that age, you actually can like cut your hair, get in shape, and like drastically change kind of, you know, who you are. And so, um, for JT to say that, like, that means a lot. I mean, you know, that he was like, we're seeing it. We're seeing him change, and we'll see this year. I mean, if that's legit, there there are still going to be ups and downs. I just don't want him to be like that, you know. Yeah. I need yeah. to be more like that. Yep. So you talked about the offensive line, all five starters back from that group. Hell, 10 of the 11 starters are back from Texas's offense in 2022. Obviously, the 11th one is a guy who's going to be very hard to replace in Bijan Robinson. And it's not only Bijan who's gone. You lose Roshan Johnson, who would have started on 95% of college yeah. teams across the country. I mean, he was, what, a third or fourth round pick in the NFL draft a few months ago. So we all know how good Rojo was, too. Uh, but, man, you know, they've got talent in that running back room. And it just feels – this offense was good at times last year. They averaged 35 points per game. I've got the Phil Steele magazine up. And Trey and I were talking about this earlier, KD. Bill still thinks Texas is going to go for 40 points a game. I don't think that's that unrealistic of an expectation. No, no it's not. I mean, they, they should, you know, the running back room, the good thing about the running back room, and I think people ask me about Dijon and Roshan and two guys I've worked with a bunch and are like, they are as legit as you think on the outside, more legit inside. Like those guys are, and you're right. Roshan would have started on most college teams and will be a big part of the Bears, probably. Um, but with Jonathan Brooks, I mean, they've got enough talent. The running back room is one of those where an 18-year-old can come in. An 18-year-old can't come in and play left tackle. Well, Kelvin, Kelvin Banks did. But outside of that, you know, I mean, 
you can't come in and do that. Running back, you can. If you've got skilled guys, a good offensive line, a good quarterback, you actually can do that. And so I, I think Texas should be around there. I mean, I'm I'm more optimistic and and uh, bullish on Texas than I have been shit since like mid 2000s. Wow. Wow, very high praise right there. Well, you know, I mean, I, I usually will rip on them, and I'm like, dude, yeah. calm down. You guys are like, Joseph Vassell will be a first-round pick, and I'm getting yelled at at the radio station from all y'all, and I'm like, no, he's going to be a third-round pick. Yeah. You don't like Joseph Asai? I love Joseph Asai. I'm just telling you that, you know, we it's very easy to get very in your own world and and say, hey, you know, we're the best at all this. And and that's not the case. But with this team, like this team with this Big 12, they should win the Big 12, period. Yeah, I think it'd be a disappointing season if they don't. I mean, it'd be a huge, huge failure if they don't even get to Jerry World. But I would argue that, yeah, if they don't win this thing, considering the talent, the experience, and all the question marks around the conference, KD, I'm sure that's a yeah. big part of your thoughts too. Like there are a lot of issues around the Big 12 this year. There are a lot. I saw you and uh, Trey, by the way, great first show. Um, you yeah. carried it, but I mean, you know, <laughs> no, Trey was great. But like you talk about Oklahoma's schedule. Oklahoma has like a easy schedule, but Oklahoma has a lot more question marks than Texas does. Yeah, agreed. 100%. So the opportunity is absolutely in October and I'll turn that around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm expecting 49 to nothing again, although I wouldn't hate it no. if we got it. But, uh, yeah, you'd, you'd think they're going to take a step from where they were last year. It was one of the worst years that Oklahoma has had in decades. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited too, man. This should be a fun year. And, look, everybody who knows you, everyone who's listened to you, which I think is just about everybody watching us right now, knows you call it how you see it. And 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 yeah. you're honest about this team. And the fact that I think you're as confident and optimistic as you are, I think carries a lot of weight for a lot of people. I know it does for me too. Well, I mean, I've been wrong a ton, so – there's that too, but I do call it like I see it right or wrong, you know. No doubt. How about our buddy Sal commenting from the NYC? What's up, Sal? How are you, brother? Giving you some love. Here's Trey, not uh, not Trey Elling, but Trey Coburn saying it's great to hear you. That's a better looking Trey. Well, the bar is pretty low, so <laughs> no offense to this Trey, but uh, you know, relatively easy to uh, to look at. Like you and I are so close with Trey that we're just like. The first five minutes, like throwing up, like little, like fucking easy, you know. Up there's the first f bomb. Beautiful. Come on. I'm surprised it took you 12 minutes, dude. It's the whole point of this shit. Oh man, that's we're gonna have some fun, man. We're all boys off this channel, but we're gonna be yeah. uh, taking some digs at each other on this channel too, which uh, obviously we want y'all to be a part of. Uh, before we shift gears, let's talk a little bit about one of our sponsors, KD. You know these guys very well. Audio Visual Consultations. Uh, best. Yeah, they've hooked me up, they've hooked you up, they've hooked Trey up, they've hooked Bucky up, like all of us. They are the best. If you want to get your uh, home TV setup done the right way by the time we get the football season, which, you know, is just a couple of weeks away, make sure you call our guys at AV Consultations, 512-255-8678, or check them out online at AV Consultations. Dude, it's been a year and a half. I missed this. Like yeah. The first five, first five minutes, you could tell I'm like, Oh shit, I don't know how to do this. And I'm like, I oh, know it's riding a bike, dude. You've done it from 15 on, you know. Yeah, and you can do it differently. You could cuss, you could yeah. say whatever you want. So it's uh it's more fun than uh than and what I apologize. You got used to. I won't be this formal, but like I was 
you know, doing stuff early this morning and like got back and like I texted you, I'm like, dude, 1140 and like, you know, so. It's your, uh, it's your first day at work, man. You're, you're dressing to impress on your first day on the job. Like Bucky, no. Bucky no-showed Bucky no on his first day. We should be firing his ass for not even so, coming to work. Here's the deal. So I heard you and Trey talking about, and by the way, what does Trey say porta pot? It's a porta potty. Oh, well, Trey's going to join us a little bit later, I and think. He might. His, and you stop with your media and other bullshit. Like, stop, dude. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking no, about. No, 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 no. You I'm know saying exactly. it the right way. Uh-oh. No, you're not. You're I not am. British, dude. Uh-oh, now Trey's. Trey. All right. Trey, he, it's porta potty Port-a-pot? He also has not felt. Like the Queen of England talking about taking a shit? Unmute uh, yourself, dude. Trey, you're on mute. Oh, no. I thought I'd be the first one to do that. Oh, <laughs> uh, now I'm the asshole. <laughs> it's porta pot though. That's the pronunciation. port o porta potty <laughs> we're, we're all from Texas. It's a fucking porta potty dude. It's not a porta pot Oh, is this one of those burn it, burn it, learn it moments for me where I've got to call it a <laughs> yes, porta potty because yes, I'm from the state yes. of Texas? Yeah, and it's not Mueller Development. It was Robert Miller Airport. It's Miller. <laughs> it's German. And if it's in... U-E-L-L-E-R. It's Miller in Texas, all right? Not Mueller. So okay. stop being some hipster and be like, do you go to the Mueller, like, you know, the Lola <laughs> like the, and I'm like, you mean Miller? They're like, Miller? I'm like, yeah, it's pronounced Miller. I'm the guy all over Austin who goes, you mean Miller? And they're like, you mean Mueller? Can I ask a pronunciation? Since you are a unicorn, somebody who was born and raised in Austin and understands the ins and outs. Yeah. The softball fields just south of the river off of Pleasant Valley. Craig Fields. Courts over there. Craig or Craig? Craig. Craig Fields. Parents played there all 80s. Friday night, Tuesday night softball. We'd go to the Stallion before they burned it down after they got insurance. Like, no, which was right up here (laughs) off North Lamar. Or burn it, um, burn it, darn it, learn it, and all that shit. So Craig Field, it's Craig Fields, it's Miller Airport, it's Miller Development. Uh, it is so good to have you back, KD. We have <laughs> missed this tremendously. Right, I, I, anyway, guys, I'm out of here, all right? <laughs> the drop the mic moment, 15 minutes in, the show number one, and we've lost KD. I'm, I'm dropping into the shadows, those guys. I'll be, I'll be back in a little all right. All right. Hey, while we've got you riled up, KD, I want to get your yeah. thoughts. I'm going to pull something up on the screen, okay? And I want to get your thoughts on on a fashion trend that's been going on uh, very recently. What do you make of uh, the, <laughs> the high-waisted jeans trend, which has been a thing at times in the past, but it is making a comeback in the year of our Lord 2023, I can just tell by the look, uh, the look on your face that you're not thrilled with with this thing being a thing. No, I'm not. And look, every generation has fads. So I remember like being in college and I had bell bottoms, right? Because mm-hmm. they came back into style. And my dad, I meet him for dinner, and he's like, "Are you wearing fucking bell bottoms?" I go, "Yeah." I'm like, "It's a big deal, you know." Like, you know, he's like. I gave away a lot of these in the late seventies. I should have like kept them for you. And 
So every generation has fads and they kind of go through their own deal. They repurpose stuff. They, you know, recreate whatever an earlier fad was. So every generation does that. So I'm not banging on this generation, but you always want to make yourself more appealing to whatever sex you're into. Right. Right. Gender. Sorry. Yeah, um, thank you. Or whatever sex. Fuck. I mean, I, you know, whatever. And so <laughs> like, but I've never, I mean, they're like Nikki Taylor, who's like the hottest chick in the world, like Sophia Vergara, like if they wore those, it would not be as appealing as other stuff. It doesn't accentuate anything good for you. It's not good. I, but I see all these chicks like, you know, belly button over, no belt, and they look so bloated. All of us will look bloated. If I put all this up here right here, I would look bloated and I probably am bloated, but like, like make sure that like you try and accentuate whatever positives you have. Like, it's not a good look, dude. It's not a good look. Like it makes no sense to me. It looks dumb. You look uglier. Like it doesn't do anyone any favors. Why are we doing this? I don't know. And it's really popular no, you, nowadays. You're closer to that generation. You tell me. Shoot. I, I can't figure anything out that we're doing. You know, I try to disassociate myself with uh, my generation as much as I possibly yeah, can. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So, uh, shit. We're all over the place, man. But that's what the this thing is all about. That's yeah, pretty much. Of Texas Sports Unfiltered. Real quick shout out to Altstadt Brewery and Altstadt Beer. The best beer that you can find all throughout the state of Texas, whether you're watching in Austin and Houston and Dallas, San Antonio, it doesn't matter. You can find Altstadt Beer wherever you shop for beer. They've got different brews for everybody out there, all brewed right there in Fredericksburg in the heart of the central Texas Hill Country. The brewery is badass. Get out there at some point if you haven't been yet, but more importantly, get you some of the greatness that is Altstadt Beer. All right, Katie. Someone who had to do beer stuff for a long time, Altstadt like I don't drink a bunch bunch of beer, but that is my favorite. Like I mean, like they do good stuff. Yeah, they do. They definitely do. Something for everyone out there, without question. Uh, let's talk college football realignment, man. I mean, yeah. everyone knows you. You're one of the biggest college, not just football, but one of the biggest college sports fans out there. So it's not only college football that's affected by realignment. I mean, this thing is just going to shake up the entire landscape of college sports. We've obviously known that Texas and Oklahoma are headed to the SEC for a while. We've known about the USC and UCLA moves to the Big Ten for a while. But in the last week, it started with Colorado making the announcement that they were going to the Big 12. Then the Big Ten extends invites to Oregon and Washington. And then the Big 12 as a follow-up move in order to continue to poach the Pac-12. They add Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah. So we can obviously dive into some nitty-gritty, but overall, all-encompassing take on uh, on uh, take on what we've seen with realignment in college sports over the last week and change. Well, I mean, my biggest thing, I think lacrosse is really going to get. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, what everyone's focused I, you on. I'm a big college lacrosse guy, dude. Like oh. Maryland, Notre Dame, North Carolina. That's what I'm into. Um, there you go. Yeah, no, it's it's um like it's funny because like when I first started radio, I first started radio was in 1994. BK, can you wow. imagine that? Like that's the that's the year I was born, old ass. Were you really born in '94? '94. Wow. Yep. So I'm, I'm a sophomore in high school and, and started doing stuff. And even then, people were like, hey, there's going to be three to four conferences, 
that have 16 teams. And back then we were like, what? We've been saying that my whole radio TV career throughout the whole thing. Mm -hmm. People were telling us that we're finally there right now. Um, it's about monetizing, you know, whatever you can. And so this is all about money at the end of the day, but, um, we're getting closer to pro sports and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but we've seen so many changes in the really last five to 10 years in college athletics that was always trending that direction. And it was always like getting to that point, like, when is it going to actually, when is the dam going to break? And it finally did. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty curious, you know, curious to see how this all plays out down the line, but it was heading this direction. So, um, the Pac-12 is done, right? Oh, yeah. They're not going to make it with those four teams, right? Cal, Stanford, Oregon State, Washington State, no chance. You've got two power conferences and you've got the Big 12 who's, you know, BK, you've been there, you know, we've all been there. And I'm sure she's been there with me. She's like, yeah, he's not what I wanted to go home with, but I'm going home with someone. <laughs> um, you know, I know yeah, you've been sure. a buff. I know you were at Butler, not Buffalo Club. You're probably at like, you know, like aquarium at 155 and drunk off your ass. And you're like, you know what? Like, I didn't, I struck out a bunch tonight. Like, Tina? <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you, know, um, and like, you know, and so that's where the Big 12 and the ACC are, where they're just like, dude, want to go home? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you're you're wrong. I started my search at 155. I wasn't even trying <laughs> anything better. You're I was better trying. than me, man. Uh, I, I was a quantity, not a quality guy in college for sure. You know, just uh, whatever well, I, I could get. We would start our search like on West 4th when that first got big, the warehouse district, Sullivan's. You know, first time I ever saw a real, like, high-priced escort was at Sullivan's. And I'm like, she's fucking hot. <laughs> and my dad's like, yeah, she's an escort. She's an escort? He's like, yeah. Mm. High-priced escort. But what'd you pay? There and then work our way down. And it was like 150 and I'm like, you know, what are you, 300 pounds? I'm like, eh, my bed can take that. Oh, man. That is amazing. That is very Texas sports unfiltered. Like, I'm going to be day. like one and done with this whole deal. Right? <laughs> You're going to be like getting like, dude, this guy can't come back on. Uh, nah, it'll never be like that. That's what the people are looking for. So you brought up the, you brought up the four 16-team super conference bit. I mean, it's felt like for a while that that has been a narrative amongst college sports fans, right? Like, it's kind of felt like, all right, yeah. that's the direction this is all headed in. But then the Big Ten goes out and adds a couple more teams. They're at 18 now, KD. So, like, I don't yeah. know if the Big Ten is like, yeah, no, we're cool with four big conferences. I think the Big Ten is like, screw y'all, every man for himself. We're just trying to get as many as we can get. Agreed. Let's also call out, not to get too Notre Dame on this, but let's also call out the Western Conference which Notre Dame wanted to be a part of way back in the day before any of us were born, right? And they wouldn't allow them. And then turns into the Big Ten Conference. Like, the Big Ten has been more hypocritical than anyone on all this. The SEC is your hillbilly fucking cousin who's, you know, fucking his cousin, our cousin, 
And oh. also, you know, like snuffing, you know, as he like drinks wine. And you're like, what? SEC is what they are. The Big Ten's been more hypocritical throughout this whole thing if you look at 100 years. To where now they're like, yeah, come on. Because they were always like the Pac-12. You know, it's academics. Is that a research institution? Is that, you know, that really fit like who we are, you know? The, the Big Ten, like, the fact they're going to 18 now is hilarious. Because the Big Ten was as picky as anyone back mm. Yeah, I wonder if they're ever oh, going to change. They're also like, hey, changing landscapes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're going for money. I mean, obviously, yeah. USC is a massive brand, one of the biggest brands in the sport. Uh, UCLA helps them get the rest of that L.A. market. And Oregon and Washington aren't on their level, but they're obviously big brands, and that helps them further their footprint in the West Coast and obviously get the Pacific Northwest as well. Uh, they're going to have to change their name at some point because the Big Ten is ridiculous that they're still called the Big Ten. But – I mean, you get what is why the big gonna do? I don't know. I don't know. It's a great Change question. Your name? Yeah, it, it feels like they all should. I mean, it's felt that way for years. Shit, the yeah. Big 12 had 10 for the last, you know, 10 years or so. So none of it really makes sense. It's all really confusing. Uh, we're trying to figure out where it is. My favorite thing, you talk about the Big 10 just being holier than thou all the time. Before they added Oregon and Washington, there was a report, maybe it was a statement released by somebody associated with that conference. And they're like, oh yeah, no, we're not trying to, we're not trying to poach anybody. Like we're not trying to be a poacher. Yeah, and it's like, you guys just did that with USC and UCLA a year ago. What do yeah. you mean you're gonna let everybody else do this first? Like y'all, y'all already started this thing. What are you talking about, Mr. Anderson? I'm not hitting on your daughter. I'm being a gentleman. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's. I mean, it sucks, dude. Like. You know, one of the things, and we realize it's a business, so I'm not going to be, like, mad at the universities for trying to make money, right? Like, they're not only making money for their athletic teams, they're trying no, to make but money also, for them. Fuck them. Fuck them. But for universities, like, big corporations, trust me. Yeah. Uh, or, like, you know what? Fuck them. Yeah. We're the little guy. We're the majority. We, you know, the, none of this is done, like, on an even, like, I'm just trying to be a good guy. No. You're ripping people off. We got kids that are like $200,000 in debt for some ridiculous, you know, degree they got. Like, no, you're a college. You're making money. That's what you're about. You try and put it as we're just trying to like, you know, grow people and grow young people. No, you're making money, period. Yep. It's kind of like student athletes, right? Like anybody who right. actually is paying attention realizes, yeah, no, they're yeah. not student athletes. They're making your school a shit ton of money. And that's why you like them so much. That's right. what it is. And it sucks. I mean, we, we like one of the things that makes college sports so great is history, tradition, and rivalries. And we're losing a lot of that. Yeah. No, like, are, you know what, PK? That is for me as an old school college guy, like that. Um, in college sports, I've always loved more than pro sports, maybe growing up in Austin, but I like pro sports, but like nothing compares to college. And a lot of that was, you know, Oregon, Oregon State. I, don't, I have nothing to do with that, but like I grew up watching that, you know, and it was like, yep. or Mississippi, Mississippi State, right? The Egg Bowl, like yeah. it's Thanksgiving and I'm like, I'm bored. And like, and then I would see the, them come out of the tunnel and I'm like, these two fan bases want to kill each other. Like, that's good drama. It is. You know, and it adds to everything, you know? 
Yeah, and it sucks. I mean, we're losing that. Like, obviously, with Texas yeah, moving to the, to the SEC, we're getting a few back with AM and Arkansas, but you know, missing out on playing Tech, missing out on playing Baylor, uh, missing out on some of the other schools that you've just grown accustomed to playing over the years. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with those two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll take AM and Arkansas over those two for sure. Believe me, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad the old. Because uh, well, you don't remember Arkansas, like when I grew up, like. Yeah. If you ask my mom, Cindy Kelly, like, what was like, Arkansas was right there with OU, dude. AM was below that. Like, mm-hmm. for her growing up, going to Reagan in 68, you know, like, growing up in Austin, like, Durwood Kelly, my grandfather, old school Austinite. Yeah. Like, Arkansas was right there with OU, dude. Dude, that's, I hear stories like that all the time. And it's just, I don't have that same hatred or animosity. I know we talked about this on the radio. Yeah, no. just like I mean, I, I I don't like Arkansas. Believe me, like I know I'm supposed to hate them, so I do. But yeah, I mean, for most of my upbringing, Texas and Arkansas just didn't play. But every couple of years, now I'm excited because there's clearly bad blood and vitriol on both sides of that rivalry, and that thing coming back is going to be a lot of fun. So yeah, we'll get those, but we're we're obviously losing a lot too with uh, with all of these changes going on. 1987, they're at Arkansas. It was Quinn Grovey. Like, Arkansas was, like, with Ken Hatfield, a top-10 team. You ran wishbone option. Quinn Grovey, Barry Word, um, shit, James Rouse, was it? They had some really good players. And Brett Stafford hits Tony Jones on the last play of the game to beat him in 87. And, like, I'm listening on the radio. I'm like, our whole house blew up. We're like, what? Like, I mean, Arkansas was a big deal back in the day. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. Uh, we'll see if they can make it back. Obviously Texas going to the SEC next year. will make that a lot of fun as well. Uh, all right. Quick shout outs to uh, some more sponsors. Sentex tickets. Check them out. Sentextickets.com. They've got all of your ticketing needs, sporting events, Longhorn games, Cowboys, Texans, Astros, Rangers, whatever. It doesn't matter the sport. They've got you covered, plus tickets to Austin City Limits, tickets to Broadway shows. Check them out online, sentextickets.com. Everything is completely guaranteed. And then how about one? Our buddy, Brandon Mars from Top Gun, Lawn and Equipment nice. Rentals. Yeah, a couple of Austin locations, one up north in yeah. Anderson Square, the other one down south on South First. Any uh, project you've got, whether it's something small project. in the house, whether project. it's a big construction job, uh, they got you covered with all the rental equipment you need. Plus, you can buy stuff from there, too. The biggest brands, they've got it all. Topgun.net. We will shoot you straight. All right. You want to get into this uh, baseball brawl that took place over the weekend, KD? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. Everyone knows you're a huge seam head, so we'll talk plenty of baseball. Obviously, Longhorn baseball when we get closer to uh, yeah. college baseball season. We'll get into some uh, Astros and Rangers stuff, of course, because we've got ourselves a pretty fun yeah. race in the American League West right now. But the biggest storyline from the baseball weekend, uh, the fight between Jose Ramirez and Tim Anderson, and we've got video plus a uh, hilarious call from the Guardians. Weird calling them that. Radio, man. Take a listen. Slide safe and in the score is Jimenez. And another hustle double right over the bag at first. Now Jose and Anderson square off. They're fighting. They're swinging. Down goes Anderson. Down goes Anderson. Pretty hilarious call. Shout out to uh, 
baseball man. <laughs> Tom Hamilton, the longtime Cleveland baseball team, whatever I'm supposed to call them these days, uh, announcer. The Native uh, Americans. All right. Yeah. Yeah, the Cleveland Indigenous Peoples. Sorry, <laughs> or uh, the Cleveland Crisscross Applesauces. I yeah, I don't even know <laughs> anymore. But he he went from baseball announcer to boxing announcer pretty quick. He did a great job. But obviously, down goes Frazier. Down <laughs> goes Frazier. It was pretty awesome. Uh, your thoughts, man? I mean, that's you know, it's we don't see punches thrown most of the time. Benches clear in baseball. You don't even get to that level. We at least got uh, a couple of haymakers thrown and one that landed pretty good. I do love how, you know, the umpire tried to get in the middle and and both are like, no. But I also love the old school, like, you know, get your dukes up, you know. I mean, like, Anderson throws his glove. He's like, that's a good one. Yep. Um, I will say as someone who's been in fights, got my ass knocked out, knocked people out, like, that was not, like, a big punch. He hit him, like, no, first off, you can tell it's like NBA fights, you know. <laughs> no, you aim to the third inch behind their neck. Mm. What you like, like these guys have never been in fights, you know, and so you know, doing all this, but like he caught him like right here. Maybe it knocked him out. I mean, I know he's a little wobbly after, but like not an impressive fight, but I like to see punches thrown. I like to see all I like, my biggest deal is Tim Anderson clearly, and Ramirez talked about this, the Indians, sorry, Guardians did. Thank you. Crisscross applesauce did. Um, <laughs> that Because that was, he gave him room and tagged him. Like, there was nothing that Tim Anderson did on that play, and then Ramirez is pissed off. This is built up for a long time. Yep. Um, I like Tim Anderson. My dad's a big White Sox guy, as you know, a Southside Chicago guy. Um, their culture is really fucked up and has been for a long time. And I'm not blaming Anderson on that, but you can just tell there's a lot of frustration, pent up frustration. And the fact that Anderson was ready to go to blows right away. And the fact that Ramirez on seemingly not that big of a play, there was a lot of pent up stuff on both sides, you know, but I'll give Jose a little, you know, chubby dude, a little credit yeah, he caught him like, you know, you know, I mean, it's not, we've all been punched harder than that. But the fact that, you know, they they got into it right away. And and I really wanted to see, I put it on Twitter because I saw after I was at Chinatown, by the way. There you and go. So I see you know, this whole fight coming on and I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, it was afterwards when they really actually, some big dudes, I think threw some real punches in the scrum when the manager's going back and forth. Trey, yeah. you, Trey, you're a Chicago guy. Do you see that? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because the White Sox felt like they were on the verge of uh, being a really good team for at least a few more years, but it fell apart really quickly, which almost certainly is a culture thing. Loved what you talked about with the squaring up. It's like there were a couple of Irish immigrants in the uh, early 1900s. How yeah. dare you? That's racist. <laughs> well, you know what? There's also maybe some truth. Hey, BK, BK, I quit. I'm offended. <laughs> that's that's well, only twice KD, in the first KD, hour. KD, I just want to ask you this, though. Why is it that so many scraps seem to come to fruition at second base more than any other base? Why do we uh, tend to see these guys come to blows more? That's a great question. Um, 
I mean, usually second base was back in the day. I mean, do you remember the slides, PK, even you like growing up? Like some of the cleats up, like I'm trying to de-nut you and yeah. I'm blowing through the bag as I'm punching you. And the shortstop second baseman is like, yeah, it's part of the game. You know, yeah. like for maybe I'm old here, but like that was not that bad of a slide. There was other stuff before that they were pissed off about, period. Yeah, he stood yeah. over him a little bit, but it, it did seem much more like this being – He's used to long. What, what is Anderson going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jose Ramirez, after the game at his uh, press conference, did kind of mention that he didn't like the way Tim Anderson has been playing the game for years. So he basically did make it sound okay. like there was something pent up there. But he also said – and I'll, I'll play the video again so you could take a look, KD. But he also said, like – yeah, Tim Anderson applied a second tag and hit him hard the second time he tagged him. Well, Anderson's and, been known to push guys off. Yeah. And I think that's part of it. Let's take a look. Let's see. Because I, I didn't see that hard second tag that Ramirez is talking about. Let's see if you do. Slide safe and in the score is Jimenez. And another. No, he applied the tag and kept it there. Yeah. He did not even push him off like you see with certain guys' hands and it's like trying to push him off. That was not this is this is other stuff. Yep, clearly, clearly. But a fun this moment. This is your wife, and people don't know you're married now. This is your wife yelling, yelling at you. <laughs> well, you don't wear the ring because you're you. <laughs> but uh this is your wife yelling at you, you know, and Trey is married about something that happened three years ago. You're like, what? No. I'm like she's like, Yeah, do you remember in Cabo? When you looked at that chick, I'm like Kind of, not really. Um, you do clearly. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it was. So, yeah, crazy moment. Obviously, got a lot of headlines, and uh, yeah, Tim Anderson's got to work on that chin, man. He's got a weak ass chin. He he did not take that punch. Dude, away. I mean, like I, I've 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 walked away from a lot harder punches than that. Like, I mean, it was it was one of these. You know, I mean, if you look at it, he caught him, but like, this is not aiming for four inches behind your back, you know, back yep. to your neck, which is how you should punch people. Yep. Joe would call me that. Sure <laughs> a lot, too. Yeah, I'm sure uh, you got in a ton of fights at Westlake High School back in the day, right? <laughs> actually, I did, but I actually got in more after that. Yeah, there's an infamous <laughs> one from Europe, right, Kevin? A, an all-out street brawl? Yeah, that was a brawl. I had nothing to do with that to start. But yeah, it was in Granada, Spain with a bunch of Moroccans and Americans. It was our last night there. And these two dudes just started brawling right away. They shut down the bar. like, And it just turned into like, you either, you know, survive and throw punches. or So I was on the other end of the bar and I'm like, what's going on? And like, all these guys start throwing punches. And I'm like, you're locking the door? Like uh, fuck. <laughs> like I'm not a fighter. Like I'm I'm not a good fighter. Like I don't want to be a part of this, but you know. Uh that situation will turn you into one, I'm sure. We had to. Yeah. Hey, you mentioned Chinatown. Good spot. Go check those guys out yeah. in Westlake. Give Shout out to more. Ronnie Chang. I think Ronnie's gonna be a uh part of this too. So Yep. Looking forward to that. Wanna also give some love to seven eleven, our guy Ish, who's in charge of the uh Monterey Oaks. 7-Eleven down south. I don't need to tell you all about 7-Eleven, man. Get you a Slurpee. Get you a Big Gulp. Get you some snacks. They've got the nacho machine. They've got the pizza. They've got the roll-in taquitos that I love way too much. 
They've got everything to fuel up for game day or just to fuel up for your summer. So uh, go see our friends at any 7-Eleven, but make sure you say what's up to our guy Ish down there at the Monterey Oaks location in South Austin. And also relax. Oh, go ahead. Great Gatorade. I get my 7-Eleven great. You know, you guys know how much I love great. I've got like nine great Gatorades always <laughs> at store. And 7-Eleven has a good price right here off uh, Lamar, and that's my spot. There you go. 7-Eleven is great. Also, some love to relax the back. That back pain you've been dealing with, relax the back has your solution. They've got massage chairs, ergonomic office chairs, recliners, Tempur-Pedic mattresses. Basically, they can fix the issues that you've been dealing with for a long, long time. Jason Caldwell, great people. You're always going to get first-class service whenever you go in there. They want to help you. They're not going to upsell you and make you buy the most important chair they've got. No, they're going to find you something that's going to fix your back pain. Two Austin area locations, one at 183 and 360 next to the Whole Foods and the other down south at the Hill Country Galleria. Go check them out online at relaxtheback.com as well. All right, KD, as we roll along here on the debut of Texas Sports Unfiltered, the very first day of this channel's existence, please subscribe if you haven't yet. Please like this video if you haven't yet. Thanks for all of the comments and all of the love. We're already up over 3,000 subscribers on our very first day of this channel. So the uh, support has been overwhelming, and we really do appreciate it from all of you. Uh, let's talk some American League West, shall we? You're, you're yeah. a huge seam head. Man, I mean, the Astros, look, defending World Series champs, they've been on this dynastic run for six years now. They've owned the AL West. They've made it to six straight ALCSs. They were the favorites going into the year in the American League. Uh, they've had some issues this year, but they're still obviously very much in the mix. But the big surprise... No surprise that the Astros are still really good. The surprise is the Rangers are really good. They've obviously spent a shit ton of money over the last couple of off seasons, but man, they were awful last year. They haven't made the playoffs since 2016, and it's not a fluke. I mean, we're we're 100 plus games into the season, and the Rangers are still in first place in the AL West. We've got ourselves two really, really good teams that look like they're legit contenders in the state of Texas. Yeah, I mean, both y'all know I watch way too much baseball. Like, I mean, I, I watch more pro baseball MLB than I ever have in my life. I mean, I, I, I'm always, every day I'm watching stuff and taping stuff. So like, I, I think MLB is at the best level it's been in, in my life, skill, talent, everything. No, I mean, it, it's, and also the rule changes have actually been really good. Um, so obviously with the Astros and Rangers, I watch them all the time. This is great for me. I mean, I don't have a dog in the fight. I like both teams. I like their personnel. And the Rangers have been, I think, ahead of schedule. Because when they signed Simeon and Seager, I thought, "Eh, aren't you guys still three or four years away? No, Chris Young was right. Like, and JD, too. Like, I mean, they've they've been better than I thought they would be. I was worried about the pitching. I mean, of all the – that was – I know he's got a forearm strain now, which means he has TJ, so he's gone for 14 months probably. Mm. Uh, but, like, I, I thought pitching's not going to hold up. Perez has been okay. DeGrom, no shock. Um, and I was like, there's no way that they're going to be able to sustain this. And they have. Like, it is, this is going to be a fun race all the way down. The Astros are going to win the division, right? Yeah, I agree. They've got the experience. They're getting guys back while the Rangers are losing guys. He talked yeah. about the Evaldi injury. Uh, Jonah Heim, all-star catcher, gets hurt. We don't know when Shout he's out. coming back. 
Shout out to the tribe. To the right? tribe, of course. Is he one he's of us? Jewish. He is Jewish, right? I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll take the shout wow. out either way. Yeah, I mean, maybe not. So, oh, thank you for the shout out. We appreciate it either way. But yeah, we need all the help we can get out there. So, thank you for that. Trey, Trey, is he Jewish? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. You guys get yeah. them. Ian Kinsler. There's a couple out there. There's a couple out there. Yeah, like a couple. That might be the end of the list right Sandy there. Kopax. Legend. Yeah. <laughs> Hank Greenberg. Come on. <laughs> We're all right. Don't ask me for too many more because uh, my list is, is getting short right now. Rod Carew, of course. Thank you. Rod Carew. Yes. Rod Carew. Lenny Kravitz, half. Um, yes. Great baseball yeah, player. Adam Sandler for letting me know about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm with you, though. I mean, yeah, the Astros, I think they're going to win the division. They're two and a half back. The Rangers haven't lost since the trade deadline, right? They made the big no. moves to get Scherzer and Jordan Montgomery. Yeah. Both of those guys pitched pretty well in their Rangers debuts, right. and they're right there. I actually like Montgomery and Stratton more than Scherzer. I mean, I like Max a lot. I saw I saw Max pitch here in Austin, dude. Yeah. At Missouri. Yep. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. No, I mean, that, dude, the people I've seen at Dishwalk Field would blow you away. I could put an all-star team together, whether mm-hmm. it's Hunter Pence or, you know, I mean, you can go through the list from 84 on guys I've just seen out here that are – so good and i love scherzer but like you know he's he was 97 98 he's a tick tick and a half down on his velocity slider didn't have always the same bite like that was his go-to and so he's still going to be really good but montgomery and stratton stratton looked great in two innings the other day yeah yeah, he's had a couple of multi-inning relief appearances and has gotten the job done. And I think the biggest question was Scherzer. You talked about one of them, right? I mean, the fact that he's in his 40s and he's lost some of his stuff. Still impressive what he does have left in the tank. But, man, that guy over the last couple of years has not been a big-game pitcher at all. Like, every yeah. big opportunity he had with the Mets, including their playoff game last year, he came up yeah. short. Uh, he yeah. had a big opportunity right before the all-star break this year. The Mets were going for a sweep against the Padres trying to get their season back on track. And he just got shelled. Like he obviously has uh, some history of clutch moments. He's been around the game for a long time and has been a part of a world series team, but that's the thing. Like he has not had that clutch gene. Obviously the Rangers have expectations of playing meaningful baseball in October. Can Max Scherzer be an ace if he needs to be because Jacob DeGrom and maybe Nathan Avaldi won't be there. Could you ever, I mean, you, you would date a frog, so I know that. Could you ever marry a woman who had two different eyes like that? No. no like, he's... I mean, dude, that fucking creeps me out. Like, you yeah. look at his eyes, like, it's cool, but, like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I, you'd be telling me about your dead grandma for 10 minutes, and I wouldn't hear a word. I'd be like. You, you think that's the only reason he's good? <laughs> Scares people in the batter's box. They look yeah, at yeah. it. No, I actually think that God touched his right shoulder when he was born. But yeah, I mean, the eyes probably play into it a little bit. But like, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing too. I'd be looking, I'd be looking at his eyes, be like, oh, 97. Well, I mean, that's 95 <laughs> now, ticked down, but I couldn't hit that anyway. So, well, he actually has three different color eyes. He's got a blue eye, a black eye, and a brown eye as well. Don't forget about uh, that, that third one too. That Max Scherzer. I thought you were going to get the Bill Hicks squeegee, but of course you went asshole. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, thank you. Come on, you know me. I haven't changed. Yeah, very much. I should have known that. Shoot, but yeah, it's fun, man. I'm with you. Like it, it is crazy, and we kind of saw this at the deadline with the lack of big moves that were made. Obviously, the two Texas teams went all in, right? With the Rangers doing what they did, with the Astros reacquiring Justin Verlander, both of those teams clearly going for it, but not a huge buyer's market at the deadline. And it's because the relatively new playoff format with the expanded postseason, you've got all of these teams that think they have a shot and and they kind of do like there's so many teams still within four or five games of a postseason spot. And we're here at the start of August. I'm actually surprised that with the expanded playoffs, that the deadline has been as fun as it has been because back in the day, I mean, it was, you know, you had 20 losers who had no shot of getting laid and they're like, yeah, you know, call the prostitutes. And like, either you have like a, a small amount of teams that actually could do it. And now with expanded playoffs, you got people that are like, yeah, I got a shot to fuck Halle Berry. It's like, no, you don't. But, but you kind of do. Yeah. Maybe like on the outside deal. So, um, but I've, I've actually been surprised. I've actually been surprised that, that there's actually as much activity because I figured once I got there, like every guy's like, yeah, you know, I'm still in the game. It's like, no, you're not. Yeah, um, you're five eight. You're two fifty. You're not taking Jennifer Aniston home, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, maybe you are. Uh, I, I mean, you're, you're not five. You're not five eight or two fifty. So maybe, maybe <laughs> you are. But nobody who's five eight two fifty is. I was never a Jennifer Aniston fan. Really? No. Wow. I mean, she- She's beautiful. Like I'm not like give like give like some take like she's ugly. She's beautiful. Um, I don't know. I was never a big Friends fan. Mm. Yeah, you're you're always Team Seinfeld over Friends in that debate. Way way Seinfeld over that. Yeah, but like The Office, like Arrested Development. There are much better shows than that. I actually was a big Courtney Cox fan because of Bruce Springsteen in that video. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Good callback there. Courtney Cox is hot. I was uh, I was wondering if you were like pulling a Leonardo DiCaprio thing, and then uh, Jennifer Aniston was just too old, and they've got to be like twenty five or younger for you to find Dude, them. Attractive. I, was the I was twenty three and going to what was the place? Trey, help me out. What was the Cougar Island? What was the place up north that was um, had all the Cougars back in the day? Blue River Cafe. There you go. And so I'm like 24 and I'm going up there, like, you know, introduce me to a 42 year old, which I should have locked that in because she'd be dead now and I'd be set for life. <laughs> oh man. What could have four, been four choices on my part. Story yep. of my life. Yeah. We've all made a few. We have all made a few. Uh, all right. What else do you want to talk about, man? Oh, one more shout out to the sponsor real quick. We haven't talked about Woods Comfort Systems yet. We got to give them some love. Uh, really happy to have these guys on board. We're really happy to have all of our sponsors on board. But Woods Comfort Systems can get your AC working right. It is hot as hell. I don't care where you're watching this thing. You're dealing with brutal heat outside. Make sure the inside of your home is cool and comfortable. Our friends at Wood Comfort Systems, they're celebrating 60 years of providing top quality HVAC services. They also do plumbing as well. They can get your AC working right. Hell, if you need a new AC system, they can take care of you as well. Our guy David Partain over there, great people, and they're going to make sure that your home is comfortable 
for your entire family. WoodsComfortSystems.com or give them a call, 512-842-5066. Woods Comfort Systems, where comfort is our middle name. Hey, real quick, quick, guys. Um, Kevin, you were right. At one point, Courtney Cox, very attractive. But as DJ points out on the comments line, unfortunately jumps the plastic surgery shark a number of years ago now. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like most everybody on that show kind of did the same thing. Girls and guys, right? Yeah. yeah. Aniston, actually. She had a great surgeon for years, but uh there there's been a point over these last few where it's like, oh, you you've fallen into the trap all, all the way now too, Jennifer. Yeah. Well, I, I I would I was much more into Julia Louis Dreyfus than any of them. Mm-hmm. Like, and not just looks, but like, I mean, personality, you know, because I'm into that BK, unlike you. I'm not just superficial. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a huge waste of time, but, you know, go ahead. (laughs) Enjoy that. I'm going to enjoy my thing. I'll I'll keep the uh, 155 a.m. at the bar set up going (laughs) as long as I can. You you can get to know all these women. That's that's your prerogative, my friend. The aquarium deal? Yeah, yep, the aquarium deal. Or the library? Well, yeah, that's the only library I ever went to in college, man. Yeah. I, well, I think- the library started when Trey and I were at UT, and I remember like it started, and like the joke was that like if you put it, you know, you put your tab down, your parents would see the library. Mm, I like that. Yeah, yeah I think I, I think, think I went. I don't think many parents bought that. <laughs> no, probably not. I went to uh, I went to the actual library. I think one time in my college career, and that was to oh. pick somebody up who was there and needed a ride home i think that was the only time i made it to the non-bar library during my time at ut what was it the acl or whatever uh uh pcl PCL. yeah it shows how much (laughs) (laughs) i'm doing a sports show and not uh league yeah so something smart uh i I do remember walking by after my first freshman 97 my first football game we're walking home probably like chugging whiskey from some flask you know like it's gonna get fucked up on Six Street tonight, you know, and and like I saw like a bunch of studious people in the library Saturday, like at five p.m. And I'm like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. I thought, man, I'm never gonna be that guy. Saturday, it's Saturday. yeah, Saturday at five. First uh, football game. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's during during a Longhorn game, there are people at the library studying. Like the game, yeah, is- and they looked as serious as someone. Like if your mom is like having heart surgery, and you're talking to the surgeon, you're like, "So what's going on here?" Like, uh, like they were. I mean, Saturday five p.m. locked in. Yeah, I was like, man, what a mess, guys. What I actually really- visited the the bar of the library within the last couple of weeks. What? We- we went to go see uh, Nick Swartzen at the Comedy Mothership. Hilarious, cool. by the way. But afterwards, the couple we were with, they were like, hey, you want to grab a drink? And it was a Sunday night, so it wasn't near the insanity of Thursday through Saturday, thank God. Otherwise, we probably would have ended up shanked. But uh, so went into the <laughs> library because we all had various memories there. Went in, truly terrible service. I mean, the, the bartenders were attractive idiots, to put it bluntly. Uh, unable to figure out even this is what they should be on Sixth Street, by the way. What's that? They should be that on Sixth Street. Attractive. Well, absolutely. I'm not faulting yeah. the library for their hiring yeah. practices, but also 
being amused at how them getting simple beer orders was a, was a real chore. <laughs> we went out in there for a little bit. I mean, it, you know, I'm sure there's still a lot of drunken debauchery happening. It's, they don't it's, have the books on the um, the I-beam anymore going across. Oh, they the- don't? I know. That's a bummer. I was, I was oh. a little bit disappointed. I'm like, you need to find a different name at this point if you don't have books to offer. Fair. Yeah. Hey, is, is Schwartzen the guy who looks like Wags? Yes. He's been around forever. All right. <laughs> He's a funny guy. Dude, it, it was a hilarious show. I wasn't sure what I was going to walk into because he's more known as an actor, obviously, but he's been doing stand-up for years, and I've seen a special before. Like, yeah. uh, he, he does he does some of the sophomoric shit as part yeah. of his comedy, but he has some poignant stuff, too. He's clearly spent a lot of time in airports recently because he did have some airport material, but no, it was really good. The guy who was on before him is funny, Asana Ahmad. He's one of the top young stand-ups in Austin right now. He does a lot of stuff around uh, cool. Rogan's comedy mothership. But uh, all in all, it was a great show. I, I highly recommend anybody, if you're in Austin or maybe you're visiting, try and get tickets to go see a show, even in the smaller room. It's like chance to see world-class comedians pretty much every night of the yeah. week. Well, you and I saw Dave Smith there. Yep. You were nice enough to, you know. I love how Trey would be like, yeah, we're going to a stand-up show. I'm like, we're like center row, like VIP. And I'm like, Trey, he's like, yeah, I got it hooked up. I'm like, all right, Dave, Mike. <laughs> I, I know, you live I, I know in a different that. world than any of us do. <laughs> no. I, I know I know that system inside and out at this point, Kevin. I've been to that place so much. It's kind of like playing. I uh, know. They all knew you. <laughs> it's like playing EA college football with you. Like you knowing the ins and outs of every aspect <laughs> of that game. That for me is the, the comedy club scene here, apparently. Dude, you know? BK, you'll love this. So Trey, you know, Trey's a great dad, great husband. Well, he's an average husband. Great dad. <laughs> And, um, like, you know, I mean, he's like, takes that seriously. So like, we're hanging out, this is like years ago. And he's like, dude, let's do a, a a season together on, on NCAA. And he didn't realize how serious I take it. So like, Mm -hmm. I mean, my recruiting takes a year. Like, I mean, I, I go through everything and I'm being detail oriented and Trey's like, dude, let's just play the game. I'm like, no, no, we're not just going to play the game with some bullshit fucking walk-on safety, I'm going to go recruit a guy from Puerto Rico, and we're going to bring him over and develop him, and this is how this works, Trey. And Trey's like, dude, I don't have time to do this. (laughs) He will run the simulation all day until he gets the exact scenario to play out like he needs the simulation to give him. (laughs) In terms of recruiting, not the actual game. The game we play. The game we play. Well, if you don't get a big time recruit to commit to you, you turn the game off and then you restart it. Oh no, 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 no! I don't turn the game off. I don't turn the game off. I readjust and finagle stuff to get the guy we need. Well, they they don't have uh, nil in there, I guess, so you yeah. can't uh, money whip. That's anyone. called corporate business, BK. It, yeah, yeah. Okay, what do I know about one that. Thing if it were about just one guy, he's literally pulling the strings on like 15 different guys, not only real guys from the past and getting the attributes correct, but also getting them all on the right team when yeah. they do finally make that decision, yeah. too. Yeah, so it's not about me, it's about making sure my competition is up to the par they should be. So, it yeah, it's really impressive. About I think Grand Man is on the spectrum after watching something like this, you know? What'd you say? 
I said even Rain Man would wonder where exactly you fall on the spectrum watching your uh, your college football video game. Yeah, happens. no, 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 um, no. Dustin Hoffman actually called me one time and said, "Dude, Jeopardy's over with. Stop." <laughs> oh man, this is just a little taste of what you're going to get on Texas Sports Unfiltered moving forward. We're excited to have KD as a big part of this thing. We're obviously in an hour. I'm telling you, man, time flies. Time flies when yeah. you're having fun. This is try a- another job because usually this would be like other, you know, what I'm doing now would be like 1210. I'm like, felt like an hour. Like it's 1210. It's like it's yeah. one now. So yeah. Yeah. KD's got some you guys. Yeah. You too, brother. Excited to have you on board. You obviously have some other stuff cooking, but you're going to be a huge part of this channel as well. You and Trey are going to be doing videos together. You and I will be doing videos together. We'll do some of these round table type of videos together and uh it's gonna be a ton of fun trek and uh real quick i think kevin and i are deciding at least for this week we're gonna go uh tuesday and thursday evening so stay tuned yeah. for that. don't have the exact time just yet i'm in quasi vacation mode but we'll figure it out and uh get that out to you tonight so and uh, i've got I'm, obviously i'm doing different stuff but like my my schedule is gonna be changing probably within the next couple of weeks so i'll be doing a lot more stuff hopefully stuff with bucky i love buck Yep. Certainly y'all too and Wags even. You know, Wags was hitting me up on his way to Padre. Like, <laughs> of course and then Wags called me. Wags called me like at 10 a.m. like a couple days ago. And he's like, two beers in, bro. And I was like, you're on vacation. Go for it, you know. Yeah, sober Wags I love, but drunk Wags might be my favorite person in the entire world. I love all Wags, <laughs> drunk Wags is the best thing. Especially early drunk Wags. Dude, I've been body surfing. I'm at a beach bar. It's 1 p.m. and I'm three, you know, micheladas in. I'm like, dude, let's talk, you know? Yep. Uh, You can tell tell very quickly based on a social media post uh, that Wags is in vacation (laughs) mode, right? Uh, It's right away, man. Once once he downs one drink, it's uh, it's over. It is. That's the other thing. Wags has not even drunk. He just like he gets like two two fucking sips of beer in, and he's like. Hey, like, what's up? And I'm like, you're not even drunk, but like, it unlock you to be a human being, you know, as opposed to most of us who are like working every day, like, you know, yes, ma'am, what would you like, you know? Yeah, yeah, we're excited to have Wags as a part of this thing too. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, make sure you check out the videos. Look, we're live right now, but obviously, when this is done, it'll be uploaded onto YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts as well if you want to get the audio only version. And we're working on an app. Trey and I talked about this this morning. We will have a free app available in the App Store or Google Play, hopefully this week, if not this week, uh, a little bit later. Uh, But we're excited. We want this to be as easy as possible for you guys to listen and consume all of the great content that uh, we're going to be posting on Texas Sports Unfiltered. Guys, quickly, I know that you guys have a 115, and this will be a lot of what we do where we go over the time lot. Paul and I did that with EGAT, and it's like, when it's fun and easy, it's like, oh my God, it's like 2 p.m. We did two hours. So we're going to give you more than you probably think. But um, I'm curious, first off, Trey, like that's a pretty posh place you're, you're staying in now. Yeah. Yeah, this is the nicest house I've ever stayed in. Really? Or, yeah. Wow. It's a multi-billion no, dollar home yeah. in Breckenridge that's new construction. So I want to ask y'all quickly, because like I was going through it. I don't remember. I mean, I'm sure there would have been like 91 or something like that. I don't remember a year where 
I have no idea who's going to win the national championship in college football. Like, it's wide open. Wide open. And what I'm doing now, we've got – I'm very connected with Bama and Georgia, and I know a lot of those players, and I think those are the two programs that are loaded. Dude, I have no idea. Like, I mean, BK, I mean, like, who's your favorite? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it has to be Georgia just because of what they've done the last two years, but they're, right. they're replacing they're replacing a lot, and I know they replaced a lot after the 2021 team, but, but they have the jokes, Yep, exactly. For all the jokes people make about Stetson Bennett not being a great pro-style quarterback. He's older or, than I am. Right, yeah, him being like 50, 60. Yeah, I graduated college, so take that, all right? That is impressive. Hopefully Stetson Bennett has. He was there for 15 years. Hopefully he got a no, degree. No, no, no. He didn't get his degree. Still? Yeah, no. Like, that, that, that's a funny – he was there for, like – he started when I started, like, didn't get his degree. <laughs> oh, Back off, God. guys. Sometimes you go to a school for six or seven years and don't end up with a degree. <laughs> <laughs> Not naming any names or anything. No, like no, no. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to pick Georgia because everyone's picking Georgia and they're the actual favorite, but I expect them to at least make the playoff again. But replacing Bennett won't be easy. Uh, Ohio, like, all, all the best teams are replacing a quarterback. Like, Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia, yeah. those have kind of been the big three. You know, Georgia and Bama more so than Ohio State in terms of national championships recently. But all three of those teams are replacing quarterbacks who are now in the NFL. So, You've got, you know, the coaches, you know, the programs, they recruit well. You obviously shouldn't count any of them out, but they've got some questions right now at the most important position in the sport. Yeah, no, I think this will be one of those years that, um, and the Bama guys we have, like, I, I love these guys. I mean, they're good people, the Georgia guys too. smile, shout out the smile London. Um, but like, they've got questions. This could be a year where a random team wins it. Yep, I agree 100%. It'll be fun to watch. Thanks so much for hopping on, brother. Hey, I you know, I, I can't wait to do this. My schedule is going to free up here in the next couple of weeks, so I'll be doing a lot more jumping on when I can. Um, you know I think the world to you. I mean, you are uber talented, but bigger than that, like you and that guy right there, Trey, y'all are great fucking people. And that, that is why I'm doing this outside of, I think y'all are both really talented. So, Man, thank you. Feel the same way about you, man. As a person, as a talent, you're one of the best to ever do it. So appreciate those kind words. And yeah, we're, we're all super excited about this and with good reason, man. We're going to have a ton of fun on this channel, having great sports conversations, but also bullshitting about life and food and pop culture and whatever the hell yeah. else we want to talk about. So Keep it yeah, locked in. I mean, Trey and I, you do know when we do stuff like, like you're going to be getting texts and emails. Like, <laughs> I thought this was a sports YouTube deal. It's like, man, eh, fucking hey, relax. The floor is y'all's, man. That's that's a big part of why people love y'all is uh, they know you're more than just sports talkers. So we want to uh, we want to bring that out. And like we said earlier, there's no people governing this. We talk about what we want to talk about. Hopefully what y'all want to talk about too. We think you guys are all going to find these conversations uh, a lot of fun, but yeah. this is uh yeah, we're going to get into all sorts, great, all sorts of topics on this channel. It should be a blast. Let me provide a response to that email that you get BK when Kevin and I go way off sport. <laughs> Here's your response. Life is a sport motherfucker. Life <laughs> is a sport. Yeah. And then PS it's Miller and Craig Fields. 
Yes. Town Lake for the love of God. Yeah. No, I remember I'm doing LHN in like Andy Wall or like, or, or I think they're like, you know, yeah. Um, they're like, you know, it's Ladybird Lake. I'm like, no, I'm born and raised here, motherfucker. It's Town Lake. It's not Ladybird Lake. All right. And let's really call it what it is the Colorado River. That too. But I also, I mentioned Miller and they were like, um, we have to retape that. Uh, uh, we've got a, a, a stat on uh, two. Um, uh, we've got a heart transplant here. We have to retape that. And I'm like, what? They're like, you said Miller. And of course, me, I was like, well, well, well. <laughs> I was Jose Ramirez, but actually fucking threw a real punch. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Incredible. Like, oh, you think it's Mueller, huh? I was like, okay, all right. New this blood. Is 30 minutes here. Let's go. Shoot. All right. That's going to do it for the <laughs> inaugural day of Texas Sports Unfiltered. Tomorrow morning, 8 to 10, Bucky and BK. Ricky Williams will join us in the 9 right. o'clock hour. Unblock Trey. Unblock Trey. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if Ricky will unblock Trey. Ricky, I promise. On Twitter. <laughs> And uh, Trey and I will be back tomorrow at uh, at noon. So subscribe if you haven't yet. Thanks to y'all for KD, for Trey. I am BK. Y'all have a good one. This has been Texas Sports Unfiltered. Hook them.